It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Going to be a great one here for the weekend. Glad you pushed play with us here for Overtime. I'm Mike Benton. You can find Overtime on demand, the Kraken Audio Network, also podcasting via the iHeartRadio app. Sign up for free to get it at sportsradiokjr.com. The Battle of the Sound, mark it down the 26th of February on a Saturday at Climate Pledge Arena for a 6 p.m. puck drop between the host Seattle Thunderbirds and the Everest Silver Tips. It will be the first WHL game played on the grounds nearby the Space Needle in over a decade. Immediately following the game, it will be the 23rd annual Hockey Challenge to benefit Ronald McDonald House Charities of Western Washington and Alaska Celebrity All-Star Game, which began in 1998 when Microsoft employees took an in-house hockey game, all that going public to raise money for Ronald McDonald House Charities. As part of the game's heritage, a portion of proceeds from the Silver Tips and Thunderbirds game at 6 o'clock will also be donated to the Ronald McDonald House. Two years ago, they raised 200 grand for the cause, marking now over $6 million for the event for 22 years. Going to be a great one. Coming up here on Overtime, to spotlight this. Matt Odette, Thunderbirds head coach, in his fifth season, ninth overall with the program. On the other side, Dennis Williams, head coach and GM of the Everett Silver Tips. Williams in his fifth season as head coach, also assuming GM duo duties beginning in this campaign. When you consider the stories of these programs, their accomplishments, the passions of their fan bases, this one coming up at Climate Pledge Arena represents the game's roots in the Puget Sound, definitely worthy of this big stage. Looking forward to catching up here with both coaches 
of these esteemed programs coming up as they, right now, enter the weekend on a heater in the U.S. division, searching for ultimately first place and also home ice advantage coming up in the WHL playoffs. The Thunderbirds, based in Kent, Washington, they've got roots right here in the heart of Seattle. Mercer Arena, where they began their play then. Seattle Center Coliseum, now known as Climate Pledge Arena. 45 years ago, they began play in Seattle, producing countless NHL greats, including Ken Danico, Chris Osgood, Coach Barry Melrose, Peter Nedved, Patrick Marlowe, Matt Barzell, and Google this name and some records that may never be broken, Glenn Goodall. Their lone WHL title coming in 2017 when Matt Barzell, Ethan Baer, Keegan Colazar, and company captured the WHL title. They had to get through the Everett Silver Tips on their way to that title where they beat the Regina Pats in six games advancing onto the Memorial Cup. This year, in contention still for home ice advantage, has been a rebuilding season past couple of years, but they're looking to get past the first round now since 2016-17 when they won their sole WHL title. NHL draft picks currently on the roster include Matthew Rempe of the New York Rangers, Tyrell Bauer of the Winnipeg Jets, Connor Roulette of the Dallas Stars, Lucas Siona of the Calgary Flames, also of note, Henrik Rabinski, drafted and unsigned, originally drafted by the Florida Panthers, currently in his 20-year-old campaign. Possible gems you could see go early in the NHL draft coming up for Jordan Gustafson and defenseman Kevin Korchinski. As far as Seattle's firepower, here's more. Blue line, roulette, high slot, Korchinski back to Rue. Skating down the wall, put it down low, Rubinsky back to front to Korchinski. One-time shot, score! Jordan Gustafson inside the near post. It's a five-on-three power play goal for Seattle, and they will stay on the power play. Back up top to Korchinski. Skates right to left, comes in, snaps a shot, scores! His first in the Western Hockey League. Take off the zero. Kevin Korchinski is on the board, and we're tied at two. Next stop back home for the Seattle Thunderbirds will be in this town, but in an NHL venue. We're now joined by Thunderbirds head coach Matt Odette. His T-Birds will take on the Everett Silver Tips. Part of the Battle of the Sound here at Climate Pledge Arena. Odie, I can't thank you enough here for a few moments. Under this NHL umbrella, first off, how proud can you be of your guys and a chance they have to take advantage of in an environment like this? Yeah, it's exciting. It's good to, good to be chatting with you again, Mike. You know, it's, it's exciting, you know, to be able to play in an NHL arena. You know, our guys are, um, you know, over the moon uh, thinking about it this week and, um, you know, first things first, we obviously got a game Friday that we have to take care of and, and play well, but, um, you know, Saturday is going to be an exciting night. Tell me the reason why seeing Matt Barzell back in this same building with your players when the New York Islanders were here was so energizing for them. Yeah, I just, I think, you know, anytime you see one of your former players doing well at the NHL level, uh, you know, it's exciting. Um, I think for our, for our kids to see a guy that's, that's followed the same path as them, um, you know, make it to the NHL, you know, win NHL rookie of the year and, and playing really well, um, you know, it energizes our guys, our guys can, you know, see themselves on the same path and, you know, it's, it's, you know, lot, uh, lots of respect to Maddie for taking the time to, to spend with our guys after the game, our guys got a, a huge kick out of it. And, 
all in all, it was a great night. What do you remember about Matt Barzell on a day-to-day basis and what led him to the NHL level that you love to share with your own players about the journey and the steps that it takes to get there too? Yeah, I think the one thing about Matty was he was such a competitive player. Um, you know, whether it was ping pong in the in the locker room, you know, <laughs> practices, games, he was super competitive. Um, you know, that rubs off on the rest of the team. Um, it raises everyone's level and and that's the way he was each and every day. Um, you know, some of the battles that he had with Scott Enser, um, you know, our top two centermen going at it in practice, uh, you know, they were pretty epic and, you know, it improves your team. And not only that, he, he enjoys what he does. He enjoys his craft. You know, he's working on his game every day. He's, he's, he loves to be at the rink, loves to be around his teammates. And, you know, that creates a good environment. How difficult was it for you and Steve Konowalczyk to monitor those practices and hope that either Matt Barzell and Scott Enzer or both don't go out there and knock each other off the slate for about four or five weeks due, uh, uh, due, due to injury? Yeah, no kidding. It's got, yeah, it's gotten pretty intense, you know, where you're always worried about that, but yeah, you love that competitiveness in practice. Um, you know, practices were sometimes harder than games the way some of our guys competed and that, that, that gets you ready for the heat of the battle, the playoff, you know, intensity and things like that. So our guys, you know, we're doing that each and every day in practice. What makes you appreciate the rivalry that exists with the Everett Silver Tips and how it makes your team better and what the fans and this region get out of it as well? Yeah, they get good hockey. Um, you know, they get good hockey to watch. Um, you know, two really good junior teams going at it. You know, it's obviously a testament to the U.S. division. It's it's that way every year. It's just a dogfight. Um, you know, lot, lots of respect for those. I know the two teams don't get along very well, but, you know, we have respect for what they do there. You know, this year they've been great. You know, they've had tons of success, you know, over the last several years. It's hard not to respect that. Um, you know, it's nice to have a, a rival, right, rivalry like that. It's exciting for us. It's exciting for the fans. You know, it battle tests us when we play outside of our division. So uh, lots of positives. You know, they're, uh, you know, everyone needs an adversary. You know, if we're talking about comic books and superhero movies, these guys are a worthy adversary. What do those matchups, especially come WHL playoff time, when you think about 2013-14, when you think about the back-to-back seasons, the Thunderbirds took a trip to the finals one year, won the cup. And then one year also Everett won a series. They went to the cup final in what that does to prepare players for what to expect at the pro level in the heat of competition. Yeah. I think that's the good thing about major junior hockey. You have pro style playoff uh, setups where you're playing seven game series is, and they're super intense. It's a battle of attrition. Um, you know, you learn how to tackle that as a player, as far as taking care of your body, you know, how to tackle that as far as, you know, what it takes to, to wear down and defeat the opposition. And, uh, when you get to the pro level, you're, you're ready for that to win the Stanley cup. It's the same grueling, you know, you, you need to grind out 16 wins and it's not easy to do. So I think that makes our guys that have gone through it at the CHL level attractive to NHL teams. 
You know what I love sharing with folks who have never seen a Western Hockey League game is the fact that they're not just watching 16 to 20-year-olds, but they're watching the best 16 to 20-year-olds in the entire world. Among that group you have right now, Jared Davidson, leading scorer, Henrik Rabinski playing for a contract, Lucas Fakovsky trying to go next level, but, level, but also some great players like Connor Roulette, Jordan Gustafson, Kevin Korczynski, and for many, maybe their first time to see them on an NHL ice surface. What do you think the future holds for them if they can stay consistent? Yeah, those guys are on the right, right path. Um, you know, yeah, I think we've created a culture here where, you know, it's, it's cool to work hard. Um, you know, guys are, you know, putting in their, their work on a daily basis, getting that compound effect and guys are improving from it. You know, not every guy will make the NHL. I mean, that's, you know, it'd be nice, but that's not going to be the case, but I think they'll have success, you know, in whatever Avenue they decide to take on, whether it's the NHL pro hockey in Europe, you know, the real world doctors, lawyers, et cetera. You know, I think we've created a environment where, you know, when they leave here, guys can have success in any field. So certainly have some NHL prospects and I think we'll see some of them make it there, but we have some good kids that will be successful in, in any, uh, any avenue that they choose. All right. If you can take away something about the bench, the ice, or maybe even just installing coaches replay monitors on the bench, what could you take away and install right back on your own home team bench back at home? If you could right now. Well, I, I mean, I would take all that stuff. I'll take all the gadgets <laughs> that they can give us, you know, replay monitors at our feet. That would be nice. You know, we, I know we're allowed to use iPads, but um, sometimes you can't trust the, the Wi-Fi, et cetera, in, in our buildings. Um, you know, you kind of got to eyeball the, uh, the blue line for potential offside challenges and, and such. So it would be nice to have all those NHL gadgets uh, at our Ever and Silver Tips owning and operating a hockey factory in all facets in the North Sound, originally founded in 03-04 when they shattered league expansion records en route to the WHL Championship Series that season under head coach Kevin Constantine. They would get back there 14 years later when Carter Hart was in between the pipes, and they're well-known for big crowds, big moments, and a growing NHL draft resume. Since Dennis Williams took over the helm about five years ago, the tip's moving to the number at 20 for players who have made their NHL debut. Additionally, 10 drafted into the NHL since he took over 16, signing pro-level deals, entering this year. The team with a 7.23 win percentage since Williams took over, most recently, his experience on the bench for Team Canada at the World Juniors and that 723 win percentage entering this season, best in the entire WHL. Among their draft pick notables, Olin Zellweger of the Anaheim Ducks taken in the second round, funny enough, right before Riker Evans was selected by the Seattle Kraken in last year's draft. Also, Ronan Seeley of the Carolina Hurricanes and Nico Hutanen of the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've got firepower. 35 wins in their first 50 games in the WHL. Here's more. To his right, dishes to his left, Seeley. Seeley squares up a wrist shot, he scores! Ronan Seeley! It's 5-0 Silver Tips! But won by the, the Silver Tips and a shot in front, they score! Nico Hootenen! And the Silver Tips knotted up at one! 
Dennis Williams is the general manager and head coach of the Everett Silvertips and has done a tremendous job in building a program that is a contender year after year. Dennis, great to talk with you once again, my friend. Looking forward to seeing you around the building coming up this Saturday. What are you most proud of for these guys to get a chance to play on an NHLI surface? Well, I think, you know, first off, it's just great to see how how far hockey has come in the Pacific Northwest, even in my short five years here, um, the growth of it, um, the interest level in it. And, and obviously now with the Seattle Kraken uh, playing in the national hockey league, it's uh, you don't drive too far around ever without seeing some sort of bumper sticker that relates to hockey. And, and to me, that's a, it's a, a, a wonderful sign, you know, that the, the game's growing and, and for our guys, um, um, and that we, we've done some talks on it this week. And that's funny because we, the game Saturday, we also have one Friday prior against Tri-Cities that we can't look yeah. past with it's a big two points. And, and, and for our guys, you know, we know it's going to be a tough game, you know, and, and uh, it's, it's probably a little bit nicer instead of having to go down to the showwear center where uh, it's one of the best venues to play in, uh, in the sense of, uh, you know, being an opponent, uh, it's definitely a, a big home ice advantage down there for, for Seattle and their fans, because it, it's a, it's a tough environment to play in. And, and for us now to be able to go to the climate pledge and, and play such a great team this year, uh, that Seattle is, you know, that great depth and, and uh, Matt Odette's done an unbelievable job and Bill LaForge, um, you know, or, orchestrating, putting that team together. You know, I expect a really good playoff game and I know our guys will be excited because it's another opportunity for us to evaluate where we stand against such a, a strong uh, uh, opposition. And that's the one thing about playing in a game like this in the middle of February. For those who haven't had a chance to see a Silver Tips and Thunderbirds game, doesn't matter what ice surface, in what ways does it really mimic the, the atmosphere inside and outside the glass of a playoff game? Well, you know, it's going to be intense. Um, both teams are, uh, are battling for the same thing right now. We're very close in the standings. Um, you know, and I, and I think the games this year, you know, have all been – close battle games uh from it and and uh, you know when you get into these type of of um the, at this time of year you know your last third third of the season where we always say all two points in every game count game one is just so equally as important as game 40 is which is just as equally as important as this game but it obviously the ramifications everything builds up now you know as you're getting the last 20 games and everyone's trying to jockey for the position in the standings and, and trying to create separation or closure whatever it may be so I think it's going to be a really intense game, Mike. I think it's great for the fans to be able to come into such a great venue to watch a game and to see, to me, um, you know, the up-and-coming future National Hockey League players and and with two, two great uh, organizations being able to play at 6 o'clock at Climate Pledge uh, 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 Arena. Before I get on to the names, what is it about the Silvertips culture and tradition that you have tried to help accelerate and advance to get players to understand what it takes to prepare and succeed to play at the pro and the NHL level? I think it, 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 it really comes down to, uh, you know, doing a really good job doing your homework, finding the, uh, the right players. Um, you know, one thing we stress very highly, Mike, is, you know, is character amongst our group. Uh, I've been very fortunate in our time here to have just really, really good young, young men, you know, both on and off the ice. They care for their teammates. They care for the the um, city of Everett and Snohomish County, and want to do really well in the community and want to do well on the ice. And uh, you know, we we really strive on on putting that first and foremost with our group. And as we build our culture, you know, it's it's we're we're in a different era where it's 
um, individually based. So a lot of our communication with our players are one-on-one communication uh, and trying to put together an individualized plan for each, each player that plays for us. And, and in return, what we ask all our guys to do is, is the old, you know, additive is, is um, invest in the process and, and surrender to the outcome, you know, and, and just, and, and, and love everything that comes with it. And we've, we've been fortunate the last few years to have guys play in the national hockey league, but that didn't come without hard work for those guys and mm-hmm. commitment and sacrifice. And that's the investment in it. You know, if you just invest in, in the process and do your very best and come every day to the ring to get better, to have a growth mindset, to challenge yourself and your peers to be a better hockey player and better people, then the outcome will take care of itself. But if you're worried about the outcome and am I going to get an NHL signed contract? Am I going to play in the NHL? Are we going to win a Memorial cup or a league championship, whatever it is, then you were, we're, we're, we're not investing in the right things. And, and for us, it's taking each day at a time, making sure that each day we're getting better. And some days a, a, a good day getting better might, might just be a rest day, you know, taking advantage of those, you know, especially with the travel and so forth. So we really want to make sure our players are at optimal level come seven o'clock or seven 30 on Friday, six o'clock on Saturdays. And what we try to do is, is eliminate all excuses for them so they can just play. And uh, I, you know, we wouldn't be where we are without great coaches with, with Louie and, and uh, Mass and Dean to Silva here with us, our great supporting staff, you know, throughout it. And, and, you know, Blake drawn doing a great job, making sure guys are staying healthy. And, and so to me, it's, it's, it's encompasses everybody. And as I said, front office, Zorn Ratchick, uh, and, and, you know, last but not least is, is it starts right at the top and having a great uh, owner and Bill Yule who sets uh, tremendous precedent on, on how we want to act as a team and how we want to play as a team and within that culture. When you examine where players want to get to, a few have already passed under your watch onto the NHL, Carter Hart, Connor Dewar making more of a home now in Minnesota, Bryce Kendop, Jay Christensen making their NHL debut each this season here. Players this season now still wearing silver tip green. Olin Zellweger, Anaheim Ducks draft pick. Ronan Seeley, Carolina Hurricanes draft pick. Nico Hutenen, who has caught fire now. Tampa Bay Lightning draft pick. What is it about the consistency and habits that they show which drive their teammates to be better every day? Well, and, and you said it, their habits, right? Their details. There is a reason why they've been drafted. There's a reason why two of them have been signed. There's a reason now Nico has turned the corner uh, uh, a little bit more than what he did at the beginning of the year, you know, and transition for any player coming over from Europe is always difficult. I always say, can you imagine dropping your son off at 18 over in Russia or Finland, you know, and having him picked up by uh, a GM coach who then drops him off at a wonderful billet coordinator and Janet Hawes, you know, and then, and this is how it, your first few days work, but it took him a little bit longer, but those guys, you know, the, the, the Nico Hootens, the Ronan Sealys, the Owen Zellweger's, you know, they come every day to get better, you know, and, and for me, um, there's no better example than the two guys in the back end that are signed, Ronan Sealy and Owen Zellweger. They are two of the most dedicated hockey players, competitors, professionals, work every day at the craft to be better. They set the bar on work. I think I've never had to get on either of those players to work hard in practice. And that's, that's the honest truth. Like, you know, there's always some days you got to get on some players to give a little more of those guys, nothing. If anything, you got to shut the door and something to get off the ice because they log a lot of minutes for us, but um, their, their attention to details, 
their work ethic, what they bring day in, day out makes our jobs that much easier because we can just point to all the first year players or second year players as this is who you want to follow. These are the guys you want to want to mirror and mimic and, and, and idolize up to because not only are they side NHL guys, but they're the hardest working guys. So uh, for us, it, it, it's a great benefit to know that a lot of your most detailed um, best qualities and habits, uh, hardest workers are also our guys that are signed in the National Hockey League. Hey, Willie, finally, if you could take advantage of one day from this weekend coming up and apply it to an upgrade for you in your own working space, whether it might be a renovated coach's office or monitors on the bench to show you, Louie and Dean, replays, what would it be? I don't know, Mike. I, 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 you know what I'm excited about playing at Climate Pledge is yeah. that my kids get to go. And, uh, you know, I think they're super exciting, you know, and, and to hear a bunch of, you know, the, the youth hockey players so excited for us, you know, when we get out to a sheet, it, it's just a hockey sheet. You could put us out in the field. You could put us in, in the Everett community rink. You could put us climate pledge. Cause when the whistle, when the whistle blows and the puck drops, obviously the, the beginning part of seeing warmups out there and, and uh, you know, how bright the building is and, and being able to watch a game. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I really hope the fans enjoy it. I hope we can deliver with a really exciting hockey game. A close game is be my guess, you know, throughout it, uh, keeping fans on, on the edge of their seat because uh, like I said earlier in, in our show, Mike, uh, hockey's just at the tip of the iceberg of how great it can be out here in the Pacific Northwest. And, and for us two teams to be able to battle a climate pledge here on Saturday, I think is, is again, just a testament of how much the game's growing and, and, and how much our fans are taking into it. And to me, it's the best junior hockey league in the world. So to see a, a two great teams battling here that are 40 miles down the road from each other should, should make it a fun night. And that is what you need to know as far as these two teams going at it on the big stage this evening. Want to thank Dennis Williams. Want to thank Matt Odette for both teams giving us more behind the scenes for their programs. Also for the calls, Tom Boyning on the Thunderbirds radio side, Casey Bryant as well on the Silver Tips radio side on top of that. Once again, 6 p.m. puck drop for the Seattle Thunderbirds hosting the Everett Silver Tips at Climate Pledge Arena. First game adjacent to the Space Needle under WHL pretenses in over a decade. Going to be a great one. Once again, you can find Overtime on demand via the Kraken Audio Network podcasting through the iHeartRadio app. Sign up for free to get it at sportsradiokjr.com. That'll do it here for this edition of Overtime. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for push and play. For Overtime, I'm Mike Benson. Your flagship home for the Seattle Kraken, Sports Radio 950. KJR.